הרני מקשר עצמי לכל הצדיקים האמיתים, סודרנו לכל הצדיקים האמיתים, שוכנע אפל קדוש, אם אשר בארץ המה. ובפחד לרבנו הקדוש צדיק יסוד עולם, נחנו במקור חוכמה, רבנו נחנו מפגן, נח נחמן, אנחנו נאומן זכותם, תגן עלינו ועל כל ישראל, אמן. So בעזרת השם, today we are hopping on section, um, we're still in the middle of section 9 of תורה ל"א, at the, the place וזבחינת, that's where we stopped out. talked about the last concept we talked about with the Shabbat, that the reminder that you're losing the soul after Shabbat is actually what brings the soul into manifestation. Whenever you say, as it said in the Gemara, well, the soul is lost. This understanding that you realize that your soul lost after Shabbat is actually what brings the soul because we talked about the, we talked about the longing and this longing for the Neshama is actually what brings it into, into creation. Longing, yearning. This represents the points of silver as it talks about in Shia Shirim. Meaning through the kisufin, the desires, the yearnings, which is playing on the word kasef, silver. Through kisufin, one creates these nekudot, these vowel points. Which we explain is the aspect of the soul. These desires that a person desires for either good something good or something bad creates these nikudot, these vowel points. And what is these nikudot? Then these letters are drawn within to that matter that you're yearning for, within that subject that you're yearning for, that he's yearning for. Because every single thing has letters. You know, every single object, every single thing that you desire for, whatever it is, every single thing, davar, has letters that create of it, that make it up. Nothing is created without letters. Letters are the code to every single thing in this world. So when you yearn for something, you actually bring the letters to that thing. It's only that the letters in itself are like a golem, like, um, like a corpse in a sense. And they have no animation without these nekudot, without these vowel points. But according to the kisufin, according to these yearnings that a person has, these desires that a person has, then he draws these letters um, He creates these letters to the nikudot. Meaning there's letters that are present within that object that you're desiring, but they're lacking animation, they're lacking movement, they're lacking life. Once you desire it, then you are able to create life to it by creating nikudot. These vowel points, which are the movement of that object. Which represent the soul. Which are only received, the soul is only received through the yearning. Hanu, meaning what? If he desires something good, you create from those yearnings a holy soul. And you create uh, points in the aspect of points of silver as the talking about And then all those letters um, are drawn, which were initially like a golem, like a, without, without a soul. And now these letters are like a vessel to receive good. Good things. And the same is true of the opposite. God, God forbid. If you desire something bad, then you create from these yearnings souls, 
which are the aspects of point. And then you, you draw down these letters and you create the, these letters then become a vessel to receive evil, God forbid. Because from the Most High, from the mouth of the, the Exalted One, evil or good doesn't come out from Him. Meaning Hashem doesn't decree evil or good. It's light. What is Rabbeinu saying? From Hashem, nothing comes out as good or bad. Everything is all light. But what? According to a person, how he draws and he creates these vessels to either receive good or bad, God forbid, through these yearnings and these desires that he has. When he does this, when he desires something, then he creates a soul in the aspect of what we call nekudot, these points, as we said. These nekudot, these vowel points, which are the aspect of the soul. And then these nekudot are either mitnoaim uh, yob, they create these movements for the letters because the letters cannot move, they cannot function without these nekudot. And then what happens? These letters are then drawn, they are either created either for good or for bad, God forbid. <clears throat> they are created either for good or for bad. But in order for the soul to to emerge from potential to actual, to be actualized, you need to verbalize with your mouth these desires and these yearnings. That he's yearning and desiring. It says, My soul went out um, as he spoke. That through speech, one soul goes from potential to actual. Speech is a tremendous power to bring the soul into manifestation. What is Rabbeinu saying? That through the yearning, the soul is brought into existence. And potential. But through speech, that he's speaking this yearning with his mouth specifically. For example, he bought a dude when a person goes to pray, to really verbalize that, how, to Hashem, how he wants to come close to Hashem, that he wants to attain these holy things, for example. Then what happens? Then the soul is finished, it is completed, and then the soul goes from potential to actual. It is actualized, it is brought into manifestation. What does If your Rav is similar to this Malach of Hashem, then you shall seek Torah from his mouth. What does that mean? For the letters of the Torah are Po'alim. They are what? They are po'alim. They are workers. Because they are the life force of all matter. With his good, he renews every single day constantly the works of creation. When it says good, with his good, that he renews, good is a reference to Torah as it brought in Gemara Barachot. Because of the Torah, it uh, guides the entire world. But the letters in itself are like a golem. They have no soul. They have no movement and no life force. And they have no form. This is why the Torah has two types of koach. Two types of force. Either zacha, either one, a person merits the Torah. Then it's made for him a, a, an elixir of life. But it, God forbid if he doesn't merit the Torah, and it's made for him a sum of it, a poison.
God forbid. There's two types of force in the Torah, either a poison or an elixir of life. Why? Because Rabbeinu explains. For every person, according to how he desires something, then he designs and he explains the letters of the Torah. Because within the Torah, you have the aspects of... It's encompassed within the Torah. You can either use it for good or for bad. The tzaddikim will go with the Torah and the reshaim will stumble upon them. The sinners will stumble upon them. There's two aspects. And each and every person according to his desire, his yearning, that from that yearning creates these souls as we talked about. Through this, he creates either points or vowel points for the letters of the Torah. And then these letters are then drawn and designed. But they then become explained either for good or for bad, according to how he desires, according to how he designs his letters. According to how he designs these letters, whether it was with good yearning or bad yearning. The same is true of how these letters do their work in the world. Meaning, if you yearn for good, then the letters that you have created for that object that you desire then get do a good work, they do a holy job. But if God forbid bad, then they do something bad. This is why the letters of the Torah are constantly requesting to be designed, formed by the mouth of the tzaddik, that he is constantly speaking, that he is speaking the, his holy yearnings, he's verbalizing his holy yearnings. And through this, one receives the letters of these vowel points, and then they are and this is why it's in the Gemara. If your Rav is similar to a Malach of Hashem, then you shall seek to Rav from the North, etc. Because what? The Rav needs to have these two types of Koach, these two types of power that the Torah has. Either this, the elixir of life or the elixir of evil, right? Of death. In order that he, it's possible for people to come close to him, to receive his raton. Meaning the tzaddikim will walk with them and the sinners will stumble. Meaning what? Either people have this free choice to come to, close to him or not. They can either interpret the word the, the tzaddik for bad or for good. The free will is still present. If a person yearns to serve God, then he's able to receive from this Rav a, a straight path to serve God. And if not, and he has a grievance in his heart, meaning he has ulterior motives. He's able to find within the words of this Rav, this Tzadik, something to cut the planting, meaning to to become an atheist and to deny everything. Even in the words of the tzaddik, he can find something. Meaning that the, he will interpret the word of the tzaddik for his own benefit. This is the aspect of the tzaddik. This is the tzaddik. This is the The four entered Pardes, the orchard, Rabbi Akiva entered in peace and left in peace. Benazai saw the Shekhinah and was stricken. Benzoma, um, Hetzit Vamet, Benzoma saw and, um, died. 
meaning Acher cut the plantings, meaning Acher became an atheist. And these four aspects represent the concept of the Tzadik of the Rasha. One who serves God and one who doesn't. Hamurim Bapasuk is brought down in Malachi. And you shall return and see the difference between Tzadik and Rasha. I think that's the, the verse. And you will return and see the difference between the tzaddik, etc. And these four aspects are found in every single person who wants to enter the service of God, who wants to serve Hashem, and to come close to the tzaddik and the rav of the generation. Because there's a person who wants to um, wants to approach the tzaddik, he enters the pathway of Hashem and approaches the tzaddik, and he wants to receive for him a straight path to serve God, a path to understand how to serve Hashem according to his level and his stature. And this tzaddik is in the aspect of Rabbi Akiva, who enters in peace and leaves in peace. There is a person who is the aspect of Hetzit Vamet, he gazed and he died, Hetzit Vanivga. The person who gazed and he became struck. Meaning this is the person whose heart is on fire from the great light and the great passion that the tzaddik has illuminated him with. With great intensity, but it was greater than his level. Meaning the person who's trying to come close, he has been, he's been lit with too much light. And this, is, this, this person is capable of dying. This is the person who gazed and died. As it brought down about uh, Ben Zoma. He gazed and he died. This is the aspect of serving Hashem. The person wants to serve Hashem, but he died because the light was too big. Too much light. And there's one who goes out of his mind for the fact that he went out of his this is the aspect of that he was struck, that he saw and he was struck. The aspect that he did not serve him. Did not serve Hashem. What is Rabbeinu explaining? Yes, he didn't serve Hashem. But even with this aspect of that he saw and he died or he saw and he was struck, both of these aspects are the aspect of the tzaddik because upon him it is said, Tzadikim and Chuvam, the Tzadikim go with them, meaning they wanted to serve Hashem. It's just that they didn't, weren't able to enter in peace and leave in peace. But there's one who comes close to the Tzadik and he cuts all the plantings and he denies everything, God forbid. He's called the This is the aspect of Acher. This is the aspect of certainly he had a grievance in his heart. That it says about Acher that he had a grievance in his heart, that he cut the plantings, etc. Therefore, it's certain. <clears throat> that he finds in the tzaddik that which belongs to him. That he finds within the words of the tzaddik something that he could cut the plantings with. Meaning, he's using it for his ulterior motive. And upon this it says, For it's certain the Rav has two types of force as we talked about. The tzaddikim go with him or the foshim go with him. But with regard to this person, he uses it for the stumbling. 
Master of Lineage, כמו שאמרו בתנו יתרחם לך, שם, אז דיברנו לגמרא דר, עמוד א', אין גמרא חגיגה צד ו', על אחר, מאי חזה את סדר בעל אחר, what did he see? חזה מתת דקייתה וכולי. He saw מתת sitting on the throne of Hashem, writing the merit of B'nai Israel, etc. אמר שמה מינה? And he said, אחר then started saying, because he saw מתת saying, is it possible that there are two authorities, in essence two Rulers to God. Rabbi Akiva Darash, Rabbi Akiva expounded. Hashem Tzvaot Shemo. Hashem Tzvaot, Hashem Master of Legions is his name. Ot hu batzava shelo. What did Rabbi Akiva say? Ot, letter, or Ot hu batzava shelo. He is a sign within his army. Ot, which means sign, hu batzava shelo, within his army. Valken tzayich harav, shiye lo shene bechenot elu. This is why the Rav has to have two aspects. We're going to understand why from this Expansion uh, uh, from this lesson of Rabbi Akiva, because what's the bechinot malach? Hanu metat uvchinot Hashem tzvaot. We have the aspect of malach, the aspect of metat uvchinot Hashem tzvaot, and the aspect of Hashem tzvaot. Bezeu domele malach Hashem tzvaot, meaning when your rav is similar, your malach. My bad. The malach domele malach Hashem tzvaot. When your rav is similar to the malach of Hashem, the Master of Legions, to an angel. Then it's possible for the person who's entering. It's possible for this person entering, who's trying to approach the tzaddik, to cut the planting, God forbid, through the concept of malach. Why? For the fact that Acher saw, for the fact that Acher cut the planting, for he saw that metat. Which is the Malach was sitting down, etc. That he forgot and saw that he is a Reshut within himself. He is an authority within himself. He thought Metat was an authority of, of himself. God forbid, as we saw above, Oli or we see the aspect of not the evil aspect of Acher, that he falls within this aspect of Malach. But what? That he. He is the aspect of Rabbi Akiva who enters in peace and exits in peace. Not through the constant manah, but through Hashem Tfaot. Just like Rabbi Akiva. For every tzaddik needs to be a studious person in the Torah and needs to be a righteous person within good acts. What do we say? <clears throat> you have to be a lamdan in Torah and a chassid in good act. Because if he's not a lamdan, what did the Chachamim say about him? An ama'aret, an ignorant person, is not a chassid. Meaning, if you're not a lamdan, you can certainly not be a chassid. And if you're, a lamdan, and if you're just a lamdan and you're not a chassid, bebadai nekrum. It's certain that you are nothing. For it's impossible to be a lamdan. For it's possible to be a lamdan and a complete rasha. You can have all the knowledge and you can be a complete wicked person. This is the concept if you did not marry it's made for you a poison. This is why you need to have both. This is the tzaddik. These two concepts are malach Hashem tzvaot. Malach is the concept of lamdan. Hashem tzvaot is the concept of Hasid. Because for one who's a Lamdan, a studious person in Torah, he's the concept of Malach, an angel, who's Metat, 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 who
Da'ametat. As it says in the Tikkunet, bring down from the verse in Bereshit, God said, let there be a firmament and let it separate between the upper waters and the lower waters, between the waters. And what is this firmament? This is Metat. The angel Metat, Shehu B'Khanot Mishnah, who represents the concept of the Mishnah. Who come to who separate between the clear waters and the filthy waters? Meaning, Mishnah is this concept of between pure and impure, forbidden and that which is permitted. Mishnah outlines that which is pure, good, bad, whatever it is. The two opposites. This is Metat. And he needs to resemble his creator, Liot Chasid Ben Masim Toviv. Meaning, Hashem. What is Hashem? He is. Righteous within his act, good act. This is the aspect of Hashem Tzvaot, the aspect of Rabbi Akiva. But one who makes a mistake and thinks that the one who studies alone is the essential. This person is no better than Acher. He's the aspect of Acher who cut the plantings. This was Acher's mistake. For the fact that he thought Malach of Metat, that he thought the angel Metat was himself a, an authority, God forbid. But for, we know the truth that Metat himself, without HaKadosh Baruch Hu, is nothing. He has no authority. The same is true of the Torah without good act. You can be studying all day, you can be the Bet Midrash, but if you do not refine your actions, you are no one. You are no better than the concept of Acher. Why? Because the one who studied the Torah without Masim Tovim in Naklum, he is worth nothing. At Rabbah, on the contrary, Lo Zacha, that one who doesn't merit, it's made for him a poison, meaning the Torah is a poison for him, this person. And it's because these two concepts have to be within the concept of the Tzadik. The Tzadik has to have these two. Tzadik is not a Tzadik without being an Amdan. And without being a chasid. Lamdan ve chasid, he has to have both of these. This is why it says, If your rab is similar to a malach, Hashem tva'ot, meaning if your rab is similar to this concept of a malach, which is lamdan, and Hashem tva'ot, which is what? The concept of um, chasid, meaning the tzaddik has to have both concepts, good actions and be a wise person in Torah. Through these two concepts, we find that the tzaddik has these two koach, these two powers vested in his hands within the Torah. Sam chayim sam mavet, elixir of life or the poison of death. And this is why it's possible for the one who's approaching the tzaddik to be able to find within his words something to cut the plantings, meaning what to enter. Either to cut the plantings and to deny God, or to enter in peace and leave in peace. Like Rabbi Akiva. And this is what it says, If your Rav is similar to this Malach of Hashem, the Master of Legions, meaning he's, he's a knowledgeable person in Torah. He studies the Torah. And he serves Hashem. And through this, he designs the letters of the Torah for good. Then, if he has these conditions, and seek Torah from his mouth. That the letter of the Torah that one seeks to receive, to receive the points that are designed within his mouth. 
Meaning through the fact that his mouth is speaking, the yearning and the desiring of his holiness. When this tzaddik is at this aspect of verbalizing his holy desires, his holy yearning, what happens? Then the souls are created and finished. They emerge. And then the letters aren't just like a golem. They aren't just like a, a golem, this monster who has no soul. They have the soul now. They have these vowel points that are brought to the letters. And then the letters are created to be a vessel to receive good. Because through these points, or these vowel points that we talked about, which is the souls that are verbalized, that, which is the yearnings that are verbalized through the mouth, through this, um, the letters are unified and combined together. So, this is where we're going to stop this concept. And with Hashem, we're going to continue next uh, time, starting from Vizeh Shikatuv. With Hashem.